the best bits of the week. The Wake Up with Webster podcast. Well, welcome to the Wake Up with Webster podcast. How long has it been, Claire? It's been a while. Actually, you know what? I think the last time we did one was just uh, the week before we won that award. Is it, I think you're right. Is it a bit uh, egotistical of me to, to mention that right at the start of the podcast? Or should we be crowing about it from the rooftops being very loud because I reckon the award should be shared among all of us? That's exactly what it should be. It's a collective award. It's not just, a, yeah, we went to collect it, but it's for everyone. We won the silver award for best local radio show in Britain. That's, it feels really <laughs> surreal just saying that. Uh, the judges actually listen to the show. Uh, we we were blown away by this, and uh, we can confidently actually say that we are the number one uh, commercial local radio show in Britain. Oh my word, <laughs> that's just crazy! Oh, uh, why? Well, right. I want to also say at the start of the podcast, thank you to our VIPs, our valued, important podcasters. These are the people that that listen in every week and check out the podcast. So thanks, mum. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mum. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> This is our mums. Um, what have we got coming up in this podcast? What have we not got, Claire? Exactly. Well, we need to talk about scary stuff because it was Halloween uh, this week. We have a game. We have, uh, oh, a local place name that's caused us issues and <laughs> right across the UK. And, uh, oh, we're going to chat Christmas too. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, we've got a lot to stuff in uh, to this special bumper edition of the Wake Up With Webster podcast. Actually, we've even got special guests. I know. That have not been on air, but are just special because they are on the podcast. So it's uh, it's, it's 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 chock full. Where, where do we begin? Well, I think we should start with Halloween and get the scary stuff done. You know what? We were freaked out. There were so many uh, incredible scary stories that came in. We wanted to know if you've ever experienced anything to do with ghosts and ghoulies. Can I also point out there was one of the funniest sentences we've ever had when <laughs> you know where I'm going, don't you, Claire? I do. But Ashley from Carnoustie called us up to tell she us didn't a, a scary what story. She said though. No, she didn't. Uh, she says, "I love ghosts and ghoulies." I've seen lots of them. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone with a childish mind like Webster, oh, I've got my hand up. Yeah, me. yeah, you know what we mean. Yeah. Um, so let's start with a, a scary story. Boo! Get ready to experience the heebie-jeebies. Uh, I'm not coping this morning. Oh, get this from Nikki, right? Nikki says, uh, when my uh, niece and nephew were younger, they were both about three or four years old, my niece and nephew both used to say, Debbie, Debbie, Debbie. And they said it in the creepiest little sing-song voice you've ever heard. But they only did it when they were playing in one particular bedroom of my sister's house. When they were ripping out the fitted wardrobe sometime later in that room, my sister and her husband found old school jotters from the 1950s. Oh, wow. With the name Debbie oh. written on the front. Ooh, I'm scaring myself, Claire. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. Emma, what, can you freak us out as well, Emma? Where are you from? What's up? I'm from Perth. Right, what's your story? What happened? My scary story was my parents had gone away on holiday, leaving my sister and myself in the house alone. Ages? And we were 18 and 20-odd. Responsible ages, yeah. right. Suppo- Responsible, to be. Yeah. yeah. So the house is a Georgian house. A big, big haunted house. Oh. And we were we were sitting in the sitting room having lunch 
and a chair moved on its own in the kitchen and there was nobody else there. No way. Yeah. The what? chair moved halfway across the kitchen floor. Oh, now oh. we're getting details. So not even a little bit. You're d- like it's. It, it was an obvious move. It was away from the table. And you both witnessed this out the corner of your eye. No, no, no we heard it. We heard the movement. You heard the scraping along the ground. Yep. And I left her and went to work. I was going <laughs> to say, did you <laughs> did you continue to stay? No, I left her and went to work. <laughs> I'm out of here. You're all by yourself. Yes. What goodbye. a sister. I'm leaving you. Yes. Goodbye, sister. You'll be fine. You're the big sister as well. No, I'm the younger sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did the sensible thing. It's the bigger sister's, you know, bigger sibling's responsibility to deal with ghosts, right? Of course, yes, yes. The older one. Uh, and that's the only evidence you've ever had, even though you found out it was a haunted Georgian mansion. Yes, it was. A, well, it was right next to a graveyard. Oh! Ooh. Oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, yes. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. Hey, listen, if you're the kind that easily gets scared or freaked, like us, uh, well, mainly Claire, uh, you should go to the Wake Up at Webster page, scroll down to Halloween, and have a look at all the stories that we got. Loads of them coming in. Uh, plus, Claire and I got to experience uh, a freaky, scary, spooky uh, adventure. Something that I've avoided all of my life is the scary maze type things like that a lot of places put on and we went to Spirits of Schoon and it was scary! Check this out. Okay, I'm leading the way. We're going into the maze at Schoon Palace. Uh, lights flashing everywhere to disorientate. Oh, there's a gap in the hedge. Looks like that would have been something there. Right in the corner. Hold me. Oh my word. Oh, we're getting it. Screams. Are you ready? No. Single file. There's a red light. Makes it look like there's blood everywhere. The search light's going. There's a green light over there. Get it! Oh! I apologise about those screams. I, I can't help it. You know, when I get freaked out, my voice goes pretty high. <laughs> or was it Claire? No, it was you, obviously. <laughs> you were running. You were grabbing me. You were ju- I, was, I was, had you to catch you in it. my arms like yeah. a Scooby-Doo kind of carry-away moment. It was properly scary. We loved it. Spirits of Schoon at Schoon Palace. Uh, right, where do we go next? Do you want to do, do the game? Okay, let's, uh, let's have a pee, Bob. On Friday, I heard some pretty exciting news. Uh, I was happy about this because this is a part of my childhood. When I was growing up, there was a, a TV game show I used to check out all the time. And I was surprised that Claire has never seen it. Well, uh, never seen it probably since I was about five. Like, I do have vague recollections of the show, but I couldn't tell you different parts. All I know is it's the show where you used to ask Bob for letters. That was it. <laughs> that was, that's pretty much all I get from it. Yeah, ladies and gents, it's time to play Blockbusters! coming back to the telly and it should be ready in a new kind of revamped format on ITV by next year apparently. Blockbusters is the game where you have a certain letters on a grid, a hexagonal grid, and you've got to make it from one side of the board to the other, choosing a letter and the letter uh, is the first letter of the answer. Yes. You get that? That makes sense, yeah. Alright, Claire, travel and co-host extraordinaire, are you ready to play Blockbusters? I'm going to give it a go. All right, Bob, can you tell us how she's getting on so far? What she, what she wanted? And she's got, let me tell you, a record voucher, which will entitle her to get a whole stack of records, a portable music center, a helicopter flight, as I said, and now this marvelous skiing holiday. She's got one gold run to go. All right, Bob, thank you. One gold run to go. And this is how it works, Claire. 
Uh, what's your first letter? I've sent you a grid there. Can what... I have a B, please? A B. No, you're not Bob. All right, what B is a town in Angus which Gordon Ramsay pronounced wrongly on his new TV show last week? Brecon! Let's find out. And then north to the small town of Brecon. Yes! Woo! Brecon? What was he thinking? What's your next letter? Can I have a T, please? What T is the name of the awesome robot that's coming to Perth for the winter oh, festival on. in just a few weeks? The only T that I can think of that's mighty is Titan, so I'm just going to go for it. Is the right answer! <sighs> right, let's continue. What's your next letter? You said I would know all of these. I thought you would. L for Lima. What L is the first name of a Scotland women's football striker from Perth? Lana! Yes! Yes! All right, what's your next letter to finish off the gold uh, run? Can I have a, a P for Penelope? Oh, you're going for the P, the yeah. classic P. All right, what P is a word used to describe a small, round, green vegetable and something people say when trying to be funny while playing blockbusters? P! Is the right answer, <laughs> yes. Well done. Woo! The gold run, you've won extra record vouchers. And a speedboat. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. I have to say my nose was put a little bit out of joint recently on the show. Because you thought you would be asked? No, not that. Just because I thought I could do a better job than Orlando Bloom. <laughs> now, what, All right, then. What could I be talking about here? Paddleboarding with Katy Perry? No. <laughs> uh, could... You were just jealous of that. <laughs> of course I was. What guy wasn't? Uh, fake. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, no, jealous because Orlando Bloom, and I've always fancied doing this, he's the next celebrity that's going to be reading out the bedtime story for the kids on CBeebies. Tom Hardy's done it. Uh, Ewan McGregor's done it. You know, and they get all the plaudits and all the viewers and all the love from and the ladies. Not bad to look at yeah, either. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there we go. So maybe I, I thought I could do that. I can read a bedtime story. I can do better than Orlando Bloom. So we did. It's bedtime story time. Boys and girls. Yeah, we've just heard the news that Orlando Bloom is the next big celebrity star who's going to get involved in CBB's bedtime stories. Tom Hardy was incredible. Went viral. Millions checked it out. I'm thinking radio uh, is more of a personal medium. I just think you're a bit jealous. I think... uh, that maybe you're thinking that you want to read the BB's, the CBB's bedtime story. So you said you've got a bedtime story. Claire's a bit out of breath. You just ran <laughs> up three flights of stairs during that song and you came back down. Have you got any relaxing, uh, chilled out bedtime music? Uh, let's uh, see what I've got here. How's this? Oh, nice. Okay. Right, what book have you got? Um, I, oh, sorry, I just threw it at you earlier. I didn't actually hand it to you. Oh, no, it's, oh, no way. <laughs> no way. How did you get this? So can I just say we're live on Facebook at the moment as well. Um, Webster, hold up. There we go. It's Wonky Donkey. <laughs> so you might remember a few months ago, a grandmother went viral trying to read this. So come on, Webster. All right, hang on. I need uh, I need someone. You know, the granny that went viral had a, her little grandson on her lap. I'm so. not sitting on your knee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try any method, Claire. But look what Claire has got me. Yes! I'm going to read this story <laughs> to a giant bear. Giant teddy bear. All right, okay. Let's settle down, boys and girls. You can follow this on the Wake Up With Webster Facebook page. Um, we're live just now. He's just opening the book. Right, if I can, this thing's huge. <laughs> Out of the way, bear. All right, here we let's, let's get in the zone. This is it. I was walking down the road... And I saw... A 
donkey. A donkey. Hee-haw. And he only had three legs. He was a wonky donkey. Okay, skip a few verses here. I was walking down the road and I saw a donkey. Hee-haw. He only had three legs, one eye, and he liked to listen to country music. He was a honky tonky, <laughs> winky wonky donkey. <laughs> I was walking down the road and I saw a donkey. I've got to be reading this to the bear. Hee-haw. He only had three legs, one eye. He liked to listen to country music and he was quite tall and slim. And he smelt really, really bad. He was <laughs> a stinky, dinky, lanky, honky, tonky, winky, wonky, donkey. <laughs> I was walking down the road and I saw a donkey. Hee-haw! He only had three legs, one eye. He liked to listen to country music. He was quite tall and slim. He smelled really, really bad. And that morning he'd got up early and hadn't had any coffee. Wait for it. <laughs> He was a cranky, stinky, <laughs> dinky, lanky, honky, tonky, winky, wonky, donkey. Hee-haw! And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I can't continue anymore. That concludes the TFM bedtime story with a bear. <laughs> Aww, there you go. Waddly. No. <laughs> In your face, Orlando Bloom. That's how it's done, pal. Wake up with Webster Podcast. If you ever listen to the show on a daily basis, wake up with Webster on TFM weekdays 6 till 10, you'll know that we always tackle the hot topics. Yep, the hard-hitting stories around <laughs> the world, around the UK, around Scotland, around Dundee and Perth. The big news of the day. So when we heard the news that once again a debate was raging across the UK about how to pronounce a certain thing, we had to jump on it. Scone. 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 <laughs> How do you pronounce that small, fluffy treat that you get with a cup of tea that you can put jam or and cream on? It's a scone, isn't it? It's got to be a scone. Or is it a... Scone? Scone? Hey, let's phone Scone in disguise. Good morning, Skin Pass. How may I help you? Ah, good afternoon. How are you? Fine, uh, thank you. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, hi there. Um, we're just visiting the area right now. Is that... Have I got the right place? Is that Scan Palace? It is. Scone Palace. Sc- part Scan? Sc- Scone. The, the cake that you eat is a scone. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's what I was going to ask, because we're, <laughs> we're on Scotchland right now. Uh, we've been told uh, some great things about your little Scan Palace. Yes. <laughs> so let me get this right. Uh, we're coming to Scone for Scones or... Scone for Scones. Scone for Scones. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell me about Scones? What what are they? Uh, they are a bit like uh, a sort of cake, but just a bit more substantial. The ones with fruit are the best, a fruit scone. I have heard about and fruity scones. So, yeah, so you cut them in half and you put butter and jam on. Oh, my word, I need to taste them. <laughs> so uh, let me get that right. Scones at scone. Or That's s- right. Or is it scones? I, I, I'm getting mixed up scones here. Scones at scone. Scones. <laughs> is that the right way to say it? Am I getting it wrong? It is. No, no, that's perfect. Scones at scones. No, that'd be right. Now you're completely mixed up again. Oh, man. I'll never get this right. Is there another way to pronounce scones? Uh, well, English people say uh, scone. Scone? Scottish people say scone. And the name of the place is scone. 
Oh, man, that's confusing, <laughs> isn't it? So it scans at schooner scone. Yes. Oh, man, I'll get there. I'll get there. Thank you. We'll come and visit soon. Great. Enjoy your visit. Uh, thanks very much. It's actually TFM. Sorry. On the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a good accent. Was it really working for you? It was. <laughs> uh, we heard uh, in the news this week, it was the, the pronunciation of scone. Oh, yes. So we thought we'll phone Schoon to find out about how they pronounce scone. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so you handled it brilliantly. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Laura McCulloch. Thanks for talking to me about scans and Schoon, girl. Oh, you're welcome. Enjoy your visit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you. See you Bye. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Kids are great. Kids are the best, right? Having a child can change your life forever. And it can also be completely random. Uh, Sometimes you find yourself embroiled in a conversation with your child that is silly. It's like, why am I talking about this? Uh, Quite a few of my mates have kids and I was speaking to one of them yesterday and she was like, oh, I I was arguing with my toddler over the fact that she wanted to eat dry, ready brick. Um, But I was chatting to her because my other friend shared a Facebook memory of her kid, Elliot. She is amazing. She's cute and she's lovely and she wanted something a bit bizarre for breakfast. Yeah, all kicked off one morning between Claire's mate and Elliot. Share with us what happened then. Your mate uh, did what? Yeah, so you know how you get the Facebook memories? It shows you what happened on this day, like two years ago, three years ago, that kind of thing. Love those. So one of my mates, Jo, she shared uh, a video from a couple of years ago. Now, she's got she's got two kids now, but at the time she just had one kid. Elliot, uh, she, I think she was maybe two or three and it was a proper the struggle is real moment <laughs> when they were trying to decide what they were going to have for breakfast. I want donuts and cheese and ham. So cheese and ham? Yeah. What about some porridge, some proper things for breakfast? No, porridge yeah, go, yeah. I don't like porridge. Would you like some toast? No, I like toast. Well, what would you like for breakfast? I want oranges. And cheese and ham. <laughs> you want olives, ham and cheese for like, breakfast? Yeah. Please, mummy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the little please, oh. mummy, at the end is the best. It sounds like me when I'm in a sleepy haze <laughs> and I'm trying to get woken up by the kids, get the, get the wife on. No, no, you're not going to get it on. <laughs> no. I love her choice for breakfast, though. Olives, ham and cheese. <laughs> you know, if you're in the mood for olives, you're in the mood for olives, yeah. right? Nothing's going to deter you. Struggle is real with toddlers. <laughs> that is super cute. Um, so we want to know today, when it's come to uh, arguments with your kids, uh, what's the silliest one you've had? Can you beat that? <laughs> Can you beat that? <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. We were loving the calls that we were getting about child tantrums well, and random silly things. arguments. Yeah, silly arguments. Yeah. Um, and Yvonne gave us a call. Well, it was Shannon. Um, I got a rice pudding and the tomato sauce was on the table. And she went, I want that. She was about one and a half, I think. And she says, I want that. I said, Shannon, you can't get that. That's tomato sauce. You can't put that in your rice pudding. I want that. She was going mental. <laughs> like, really, really screaming the place and, like, tantrum. Proper, pure, full-on tantrum. <laughs> I kept saying to her, no, I can't know, Shannon. I just go with that. That's disgusting. Did you, you give in? I, yeah, oh, yeah, I gave in. I said, so, you want that? Take it. So I put it in the middle. <laughs> I put it in, right in the middle, you know. Just a, a big dollop it in the middle. I went, there's no way she's going to eat that. She's 
going to waste the food, but no, no, she ate the whole no, one. No, disgusting. Yeah. And I said, was that good, Shannon? And she went, Mum, that was good. That was really good. Yum. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> Does <laughs> it make now, you question yourself a little bit? Like, am I doing the right thing as a parent here? Uh, yeah, I, I just thought, you know what? Why no? Why no? That's what she wants. And if I'll something's, yeah. She's making a noise and it keeps her quiet. You're like, all yeah. right, go uh, on why then. Why not? Why yeah. not? I gave her, I did the end, but I was like, no way. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but now she she, she kind of finds the sight of tomato sauce. She just needs to like the smell of tomato sauce. <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh, <right>. no way. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking today about silly arguments you've had with your kids. It's all after my, my friend Jo uh, shared a, a fight that she'd had with her toddler. Um, a couple of years ago and Elliot, that's that's her girl was only about two or three at the time and she wanted Olive's ham and cheese for breakfast. And when you want what you want for breakfast, there's no stopping you. Nope. And uh, no matter uh, how often Elliot was saying to her mum, no, no I want this. <laughs> she even, Elliot even went on to say stuff that she didn't want for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Not porridge. Not porridge. I'm not toast. I'm not toast. I'm not eggs. I'm not chicken. And not chicken or eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of that. I just want all I'm cheese and ham. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Well, now we come to the special part of the broadcast. Uh, sorry, broadcast. Uh, podcast. P- podcast. Why is it special? Because we're actually joined by guests in the studio, Claire. Yay! Usually it's just you and I, and we're fed up with that. We're used <laughs> to that every weekday. So it's good to have people in. Uh, we can now welcome from Silent Nights. Uh, we've got Jilly here, who I've been uh, reliably informed is the leader. Hi, Jilly. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> and Ricky, the owner of Silent Nights, is with us as well. Hey, Ricky. Hi there. Right, tell us, first of all, what is Silent Nights, leader? <laughs> <laughs> Silent Nights, if you haven't done Silent Nights before, a silent disco is a great opportunity for everybody to get involved, get together, sing along, have a dance to their favourite songs, um, every, all the ones that everybody knows. Um, we basically have... Um, you put a headset on and there's music um, played through the headset from transmitters um, and therefore um, everybody is listening to the same thing. Um, sometimes we have a couple of channels and therefore you can listen to two different songs. And Yeah, I love that. So yeah, it's really good. It's great fun. Can I make a confession? I've never been to a silent what? disco. I know, I know. <laughs> Come on, who are you? <laughs> I don't, do you know what? I've no idea. Um, but I imagine <laughs> a big room with people all singing loud. So oh yeah, it's, it's not off tune. You mean because uh, they <laughs> yeah. can't hear their voices? Yeah, yeah, especially yeah, definitely. I think when you see it's a silent disco, um, yeah, especially sometimes um, it's not it's not necessarily a silent disco because people are <laughs> shouting out their favourite lyrics and yeah, but it's great. It's great fun. Well, really that's the best fun. thing about it because it, it is a spectacle to behold and watch as well for the other people who don't have the headphones on. They're listening. They're they're listening to awful singing along listening and laughing and dance lot. moves yeah. and it's all going on. <laughs> Now, the good thing is, uh, Ricky, to bring you in here, is that you're being incorporated uh, with the Dundee City Council, uh, the switch on, the Christmas light night on the 17th of November. So this is your first time involved in this. It is, yeah. And we're really looking forward to coming up to Dundee. And for this one, we're doing something a bit different from our normal silent discos. 
we're going to do a walk-in silent disco in the city centre. So is this going to be choreographed with like special moves or is it there will like be, walking round? Or? There will be a display of some dancing and yes. a mixture of Christmas songs be, and a few There'll be plenty of dancing. Yeah. Plenty da- if I've got anything to do with that, there'll be lots of dancing going on. <laughs> and people won't be feeling the cold because they'll be, they'll be energetic and everybody will be, will be all eyes on us, that's for sure. See, this is why you were, you were told that you are the leader, Jilly, because you'll be leading the way during this silent disco walk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So does that mean you've got certain rehearsed dance moves to show the, the crowd yes, involved? Yes, I've got quite a few. So we'll try and get a good uh, few Christmas classics on that everybody knows. And yeah, yeah, hands in the air. Uh, everything will be going on, yeah, lots of dancing, yeah. Well, so, this, uh, this is what we need to know now. What tunes are we going to suggest? Well, it has to be Christmas. Surely Mariah's got to be in there, Mar- right? Mariah's definitely on there. <laughs> and I have Shaking a dance Stevens. routine to Mariah already. Shaking Stevens is my favourite. Same <laughs> here. My favourite. Can't beat Shaking. Uh, yeah, so it'll be a mixture of Christmas songs and then a few classics put in as well that everybody knows. You know, maybe like something that's really popular in the charts at the minute. There'll be the odd few... Shotgun. Oh... <laughs> George that is, Ezra, that is, that that is, that's a biggie. Our paradise as well. I'm a big George fan. I can't Spoiler help but alert. move. But you can't help but march when they're on the radio, right? Yeah, but everybody also likes a good bit of black lace goes down really well. Good, good party songs as well. So you never know. You never know what might. Um, but yeah, it's good if it's something that's really common that everybody knows the proclaimers and stuff as well. Because those that are looking on that don't have a headset on, they know exactly what we're listening to either by the dance routine or yeah. people are blurting out the words. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you ever have like games for people who are maybe on the sidelines watching it? What song do you think's playing now? Yeah. Well, I, I've I've also got a microphone as well, so obviously if I speak into the microphone, it's only those wearing the headsets that can hear me. So I'll make sure that you know I'll be saying, remember, nobody knows what we're doing, nobody knows what we're listening to. So I want you to make sure that they know what we're listening <laughs> to. So you're and like the silent so, disco DJ then? Yeah, yeah. I just I love it. I just love it. <laughs> So tell us a little bit more about, you're going on a, a route, the walk uh, is going to be, what, is it about half an hour or something? Yeah, it'll be about a 30 chat? minute, a 30 minute playlist, yeah, which keeps it just nicely. We're going to set up, uh, so you can pre-book some tickets online, but we'll have some available on the day, so if anybody walks up, because people will be seeing the walks and they want to get involved, so we'll, we'll keep some aside so people can just pay at the time, and we're going to have a, a tent on uh, Reform Street, and we'll have some lights and stuff, and we'll have a sign, so you'll, you'll be able to find us in there. And you can come up and hopefully there'll be room for everybody to get involved. And what size of groups are we talking? Because I think people will want to take fa- uh, family, friends, kids. It's going to be it's going to be a big family thing. Are you thinking groups of 30, 40, Jilly? What I do you think, reckon? I think probably about 30, but it depends. It depends. If we've got a lot of people seeing us doing the walk throughout the day and then they're, oh, that looks like great fun and they want to get involved, then I'm sure we'll be able to squeeze more people in. It won't be a problem. Can I suggest one thing? Uh, because... I think uh, seeing a whole group of people doing the moves to the biggest song of the year would be a delight. And everyone would know immediately what the song is. I'm talking about... I knew this was coming. (laughs) Come on. Jilly, can we convince you? Oh, that's quite a common one I use, so yeah, I can do that, no problem. Quite common, it's only been around for like four or five months. 
Oh yeah, I think um, I think I've, I think I've, I hear it constantly yeah, in my okay. sleep. And we <laughs> hear it constantly as well because the Webster plays it as the often kid, as he can. The kids also love it. Yeah, I do a lot of kids parties and stuff, and it's like, oh, you know, again, 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 again. Yeah, well, look at Ricky. He can't stop doing the moves right now. He's doing Daddy Shark and Baby Shark. He's doing them all. Uh, well, there's one other person we need to bring in here. It's uh, Jenny from Dundee City Council. Now, Jenny has uh, promised to tell us a little bit more about the Dundee Light Night on the 17th of November. It's a Saturday. I'm guessing the big man's going to be there. Is this all we know that Santa will turn up sometime, right, Jenny? Absolutely. Um, so Saturday the 17th of November, the big Christmas light switch on is at 6.45 in uh, City Square when we'll see um, sighting of the red suit, uh, the man in the red suit. <laughs> and then a, sort of a special edition this year is there's going to be a mini Christmas switch on at McManus Museum for the little ones. So there's lots of um, family friendly things going around outside McManus as well. So yeah, just that sort of loop between City Square and McManus would be a lovely place to be yourself on Saturday the 17th but the day kicks off quite early with the Christmas market which I believe starts at 12 o'clock so yeah that's a, a really nice day to be in Dundee and just soak up all the energy and I for one I'm booking in on that silent disco you're not doing it without me <laughs> the baby shark one or any of them the Christmas one yeah wait until you see Jenny's mummy shark it's, it's a sight to behold is that one uh, and uh, there's something else, though. You, uh, you're allowed to say, can you spill the beans now on our podcast about something else that's happening in the city square that day that we're all pretty excited about. What's happening that day? You know, the, the, I'm going to mime it now. It works well in podcasts. The... You, just, you told Gillian. She was like, whoa, I want to be there. It involves a little bit of a boogie. Oh, the silent disco! No, no. no, the other one where you're getting twirled around and. Oh the t- God! Yes. Can we mention this? The massive Christmas Kelly. <laughs> Jenny's on point now. <laughs> that starts immediately after the Christmas light switch on, and I, for one, think it's just been the most phenomenal year in Dundee. We've had so much going on, like concerts and VA opening, and all these visitors coming. And I think. If, er- if everybody could just get down to the city square and just throw themselves around in a giant big <laughs> celebration and a big massive pat on the back to everybody for showing off Dundee to be such a brilliant place. So, yeah, a big energetic Christmas uh, night in Dundee on the 17th. Silent disco, followed by Christmas oh. Kayleigh. All your exercises, Excellent. done in one. I'm yeah. going to keep some energy for this Kayleigh. It's going to keep you warm, isn't it? And yeah. of course, we've got the main spectacular of the, the lights being switched on as well. What time are we expecting that? Uh, I think that's scheduled for, it is in fact scheduled for 6.45 and then straight after Christmas Kayleigh. So Aww. yeah, just fling yourself a boot. It'll be great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a boot. <laughs> uh, right, I think uh, we've got it all covered then. It's all kicking off. 17th of November, so that's a Saturday in Dundee. It's City Square from 12, things are happening right across the centre and we've got the Silent Disco from Silent Nights as well. Guys, uh, thank you for coming in and joining us on the special podcast. There's only one thing left for us all to do and I think you know where it is going. Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Ah, you made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, Mum. I can always rely on you. Do you know what's funny? Like, we haven't done a podcast for the last couple of weeks because just... 
you know, stuff's been happening and we've just never had the chance to sit down together and actually put a podcast together. My mum has been getting on at me constantly. Where's my podcast? I like to listen to it on a Sunday night. Where's my podcast? Yeah, well, here you go, mum. This is, is just for you. Your mum cuts me out of them all, though, and just wants to listen to her lovely daughter. Uh, and I understand that, um, Miss, Mrs. Kinnaird. Miss. Uh, Miss, sorry. <laughs> She's suddenly married. You didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> Uh, listen, actually, I've thought of one other thing that I would like to include in the podcast, and it's Claire being very rude to me. Have a listen to this. Right, first thing I was thinking about when I woke up this morning, and it was quite a nice thing, because I went through the check on the boys, as I always do, and they're both sleeping in the same bed together. Oh. Uh, yeah, sometimes they'll move down from the top bunk and they'll cuddle up. Oh, they'll, that's they'll never funny. admit it in front of friends, though, of course. Of course not. <laughs> Um, but, of course, it was their first day back at school on Monday after the two-week October holiday break. So I asked, uh, what did you do then? What did you get up to? Did you have to tell the class and the teacher uh, what you did during the holidays? He went, yeah, your first hour, we all had to say what we did and write it down. Uh, so I said to the uh, nine-year-old, what did you say then? And he, oh, we went to a wedding. My uncle uh, got married in Spain and we had kilts on and people were taking photos. Amazing. I said, that's, that's pretty good. Well done. As many details as possible will help in a story like this. What else did you say? I said that, oh, oh, my dad's the world's number one DJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not that funny. I... <laughs> Come on, you can't laugh that much. Because <laughs> I did. Uh... <laughs> and then he said, I said, I said, why did you say that? And he said, because you told me you were... <laughs> uh, did you did you tell him that? Well, you know what? Uh, your kids don't get it. You're trying to explain what that silver award meant, best local show and yeah. commercial. What's commercial, Daddy? Uh, uh. All that. <laughs> so I just, you know, world's number one DJ. I'll do. All right. So you're now Calvin Harris. If I can't blow my own <laughs> trumpet, I can't big myself up in front of my kids. What else? Uh, <laughs> well, they're doing it for you. It's fine. <laughs> it's what they're for. Uh, too much laughter, though. Thank you, Claire. Wake up with Webster Podcast. How dare you? What? I'm still laughing now. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm not even a rude person. I was just, uh, it just took me by surprise. There's only a few more <laughs> years left in my boys' lives before they realise that Dad's not actually a Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, to, I've got to embrace it. Anyway, thank you for listening to the podcast. Share it with friends and family and mums alike everywhere, please. Well done. Well done for getting this far. <laughs> yeah. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.com. Code.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6.